If I had that hair, I'd, I'd be unstoppable. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for the triumphant return <laughs> of the Axe and Iron podcast. I am Chris Cash from Mount Phillip Metalworks, joined by my co-host, you all know him, you all love him, Roy the Psychopath Scott from Vintage Axe Works. Yeah, yeah. We are back for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so, for everybody out there, sorry we had a, a bit of a hiatus. Um, we will be back, like, in rapid succession next year, back-to-back-to-back episodes with guests and all that shit, back to the stuff that you guys love. Um, We had to go, I had to go away for a little bit, Uh, get into a little bit of what what happened. So at the end of October, my very dear friend, Mike, who you guys have probably heard me talk about on the podcast, he worked with me, I worked with him since I was 17 years old, he actually took his own life, completely out of the blue, no idea why, uh, but it put me into this shell of shutdown and in my thoughts and in my head. And I didn't want to do anything for a couple weeks. And I was just trying to figure out why I miss my buddy. I miss my friend and it fucked me up bad. Um, thank you to all the amazing people that I surround myself with that lifted me up every day. And visited me and hung out and just made sure that I was doing well. But uh, for those of you out there, especially with the holiday seasons coming, I know this is a bit of a somber topic, but I just wanted to get right back into it and tell you guys what happened, what's going on. A lot of you knew, some of you didn't. Um, But yeah, with the holidays and the New Year's coming, I know people get into their thoughts and get into their head about spending time with loved ones and you know you just get into this mental anguish of trying to buy gifts for people or whatever what, what whatever you, you, circumstances are um if you're feeling any kind of pain whether it be mentally emotionally whatever just reach out to a buddy reach out to a friend maybe it's someone you haven't talked to in 10 years say what's up i think we're all in this social media game for the sense of community and I know a lot of us have met each other in real life, which makes those connections ever so, so much stronger. Um, but yeah, if you're feeling any kind of shit inside of you, don't let that shit inside of you and um, talk to somebody. Reach out. Say what's up. Message Roy no. or myself. <laughs> um, yeah, so, that's, it, that's where we've been. That's where I've been, rather. Roy's been wanting to record. I wasn't in the mood to do shit. And I'm still in that little bit of a mood until I'm going to start fresh at the beginning of the year. And as well as the podcast, as I mentioned, is going to be fresh in the beginning of the new year. And uh, yeah, our apologies to all of you who have literally made posts on your feed about us not doing the podcast. (laughs) So uh, yeah, anyhow, we can get... Well, so I just want to tie into that real quick because... It's really easy just to pick up the phone. And no one no one calls each other anymore. Yeah. And I've got a little network of people that I call and talk to on the regular. And my wife thinks I'm crazy for talking on the phone. And Yeah. I do too. But I mean if you if you just <laughs> if you just think about how many times you actually talk to your friends, it's not yeah. very many. It's not very often. No, I think me and you have talked like twice in the past two months. That is correct. Yeah. Um and I know you're a weirdo, and I know yeah. that you're like I, – I just didn't know how to approach it, so I just gave you tons no, of No, I understand. I, I got that from a lot of people, and uh, I appreciate that because that does kind of help. If somebody asks you all the time, like, how you doing, how you doing, how you doing, it's like, you know, it just kind of fucking gets on you a little bit. So, yeah, I kind of shut down, and I appreciate that. I understand. Yeah. So. Well, and it's just painful to rehash the story with every single person. Yeah, and yeah, I, I did a lot of that, and it sucks because then you I'll, start, you go right back to square one again. Yeah, and you're looking for answers, and I yeah. mean, in this situation, of course, you're looking for answers. But if it's something else, you're always like, and the person that's talking, to, like to the friend in need or yeah. whatever, they're always trying to help fix something, and and most of the times it's already done. Like there's nothing that you can do or say yeah. that's going to help. I know it's important just to talk to someone. Um, but sometimes, sometimes it's, 
it's it's okay just to be like, yo, I'm here if you want to talk to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so, I had a lot of people that uh, said that, and I appreciate that. It's weird, you know? It's a, it's a strange thing. Uh, I've been one of those people, maybe it's like a lot of people, but there was this sense of, uh, you know, when I went to his services, there was a sense of normalcy to yeah. it. Pe- to, to other people. I don't do death. I don't do funerals. I don't do viewings. None of that shit. These people were like laughing and having a good time and I'm fucking dying inside. And I'm I like, yeah. this shit is not supposed to happen. And you people are like walking in there like it's normal. I even said that to my wife. I'm like, how are these people acting so normal? That's you weird. Know? And, and you know, I think I think a lot of people just get in this. I've, I've said it before, this rat race of life. Where it's like, get from point A to point B, you know, mm-hmm. fuck all the in-between. It's like, whatever. I don't know. I just don't live like that. And I think a lot of people get in it's like, oh, another buddy of mine passed away. It's like, no, that shit's not normal. Like, yeah. you're not supposed to just take it easy. But I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't handle it very well, as I shouldn't. And again, for context, I had known him longer than I had known anybody in my entire life. Yeah, I, I met him when I was 17 years old. I had just started getting into the trades, yeah. and uh, he was like, took me under his wing. It was it was a funny joke at the time because when I was 17, he was 35. Wow. And then, I, and then when I turned 35, I said he was just old. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I miss him, miss him dearly every single day. You know, he was always here. He was always messing with the guys at the shop, and uh, yeah, it was it was rough. I'm feeling much better, uh, you know, about the whole thing now and just try and look at the good times, like they say, and uh, move past it. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of uh, sad stuff, and I, I, we have to mention Tommy Matthews yes, passed away. That which happened f- six days after Mike, which absolutely fucking crushed me. Um, I've gotten so many messages. And Tommy and I weren't. You know, we weren't good friends. I never, I, I met him one time, but yeah. like, but like instant connection. I love yeah. the guy and he was on the show twice and just listening to a story up and down and, and finding hope where shit was fucking sideways. And then right. st- like, it just took a real bad fucking turn. And yeah, I went back I, and after his passing, I went back and listened to it, man, you talk about a vibrant you know, go getter attitude. Nothing's gonna put me down. That dude was rocking. Even in the midst of all the shit, he was rocking, man. He he was standing tall, standing strong, and um, he's gone now, and it sucks. But I recommend everybody go back and listen to that episode with Tommy, and uh, I believe it was the second one where he really one, yeah. he really let it rip on that one, and he pulled back all the curtains and told us everything, which, yeah, I mean, I was asking him everything too, but what a guy, man, what a guy who'll be missed dearly by, by tons of people, by the community. And, um, you know, for being a knife maker, great husband, father to Nick's kids and everything, man, he's just like, he was a rock star. And man, a few people called me and they just wanted to talk about it. And my, my reaction was, just fucking mad yeah i I was just i was just fucking mad yeah and i I was mad because you know like this role i keep saying this roller coaster on and if you listen to that episode you'll know exactly what i'm talking about it's like good news bad news good news bad news and then yeah the worst news and it's just i know these doctors want to want to give people and patients hope but like it's just fucking i was just so goddamn mad yeah like Oh, things are going to be fine. You have this long and, or we're going to do this surgery. And no, it's not the fucking case. It's not the, yeah. fucking, and I'm just fucking mad. So anyway, I'm, it's a different it sucks. thing. It fucking sucks. Yeah. That's why, uh, you know, Mike left a lot with me when he, when he passed, he used to tell me all the time, which is a wild thing, man. We had tons of conversations about living your life to the fullest and doing the best you can. And you never know when you're going to go that type of shit. And man, that just like, I, 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 I think I've talked about it before. I changed my life when my dad passed away and then Mike passing just kind of solidified everything for me. Like, yeah, I'm going to fucking live my life to the fullest, man. I'm going to look for as cheesy as it sounds, you know, <laughs> I'm going to look for the beauty in life. And I heard a quote years ago that 
said negativity is hard or negativity is easy to find. I want to find the positive shit throughout the day, you know, or yeah. the beautiful things throughout the day. Um, that's why I do my posts in the morning with the sunrises. Cause I do, I sit there and I drink a cup of coffee and I watch that fucking sunrise or I go out, even if it's for a minute or two or 10 minutes or whatever. And I get a lot of responses to that. Like, Holy crap, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you're living it. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing it. It's so fucking hard. I'm trying the best I can to, to live that life. I want to like wake up smiling every fucking day. And, uh, that's what the fuck I'm going to do. And I encourage everybody to try and wake up with a smile on your goddamn face, get out of the rat race of life and trying to scramble from point A to point B for that little bit of cheese, you know? <laughs> That's true, well, man. Well, you're 100% right. And speaking of all that stuff, in between all of this bad shit that's happening, Chris Cash hasn't really slowed down. So tell tell us what you've been doing with, like, hammers and deliveries yeah, it's and crazy. that sort so of shit. I got, uh, I got a handful of hammers. Uh, by handful, I mean five, which is pretty significant. Um, yeah, it is. That all needed, like restoration or parts and pieces or motors or adjust this adjust that uh long story short all this stuff was supposed to happen right before steve house from moonshine got here it happened literally the day he was leaving who the fuck is that guy (laughs) (laughs) anyhow um so yeah i've been busting my ass getting hammers ready for people um just took a hammer down to uh, the one and only liam hoffman oh yeah and uh what a fantastic guy he is, man. He just, he, ins- the, the literal 30 minutes, I drove six and a half hours, almost seven hours to his place, hung out for a half hour and drove seven hours back home. Good grief. Um, what a day. Yeah. But, uh, I spent about half an hour with him in his shop and just talking through the, with him and, and going over things and everything. And he even, he even said to me, he's like, what do you guys do there? Like, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> like, and I just looked at him cause he was like, He's like, I've, I've, I said, just ask me whatever you want to ask me. I don't care because what do you like? What do you do there? I was like, whatever I want. That's yeah. exactly what I do. I do whatever yeah. I want. So, yeah. So just been working on power hammers. I have uh, three more left to do. People have been in and out of the shop picking tools up and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's been wild, man. Tetsu has yeah. been over helping as much as he can. Um, it's it's been a fun ride though. This was a crazy crazy year. Um, you, had a, not, you had a couple. You had a couple of really cool people swing by the shop too. I did. I had um, Justin from War Crown Forge, who now he used to live out in Arizona. He moved to East Tennessee, which is only like I think five and a half, six hours from me. And yeah. he he drove up, hung out for the day, got a kick-ass vice, got some metal. That's Great awesome. guy. Loved hanging out with him. Um, actually, Chris Powell from Full Steam Designs was just here yesterday. He picked up a power hammer. Um, yeah, lots of cool people have been stopping in and the, your, and the usuals your, and your brother stopped by too. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I just talked to him. Yes. My long lost brother who lives in South Texas. Um, he's actually, he, he talked to me this morning on the phone and was like, man, when, I, when, next time I swing through town, I'd love to, uh, do the podcast with you. You know, my brother's an interesting fellow. He's got his own business and He's got a crazy, crazy story that I don't think I have permission to talk about yet. But um, he uh, he had to go to Connecticut and he splices, splices fiber optic cable for a living. Had to go to Connecticut on a job dead smack in the middle of this big storm coming. He sent me a picture the other day. He's 40 foot up in the air on the ha- hanging on the side of a pole in the Fuck. snow. No way. And uh, yeah, people people here said it was weird because he's 10 years younger than me. But we look identical, but he just looks like a cowboy. He's got the big old scruffy beard, cowboy hat, all that stuff. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's going to be – this is his first trip, actually, to the Northeast. And uh, he'll be – he's staying up there for, like, two months. He's on his way to Maine right now to do fiber optic, and then he'll swing back down through here in January. So he got to see everything, and he's like, man, th- your place is wild. He's like, yeah. this is crazy, all the stuff you have going on. So – we didn't make anything, which is what he, you know, he was only here a couple hours. He's like, can we make something? I'm like, yeah, we're going to make me some money. We got work to do. <laughs> so I put him to work a little bit and, um, his trade, what he does, he doesn't really get dirty or greasy or anything. So first right. time he got grease on his hands, I had to 
Oh God. Let him have it. But yeah, he stopped by. That was, that was fucking awesome. But yeah, this, this year has been just crazy cool, man. It's, it was fun. It was a fun ride. This, this was a fun, you know, fun ride, man. That's all I can say. All the bullshit aside that's going on in the world, man. Mm-hmm. I had a fucking loving, awesome fucking kick-ass year, man. It was so I, cool. Well, I don't mean to fucking bring the show down, but I've had no, a shitty ahead. I've had a shitty fucking year. Yeah, I know I've, you have. I mean, every I've been sick so fucking much. I've missed so much goddamn work. Yeah. Sa- sales have been down just at, like every I, I'm still up for the year, but down right. from the last 2 years yeah. and everything is just it's just been a fucking struggle this whole fucking year. I'm just and it, it, I, I talked to someone. Who the fuck was it? It doesn't matter. But I was saying this year is worse than all the fucking lockdown stuff, the pandemic yeah. bullshit. Like this has been the worst year in the last three fucking years for Vintage Axe Works. Yeah. And, and for you know, not me personally, but like just being sick and yeah, of just not being Your able health. to fuck. Yeah, my health. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It, it's just it's just been a fucking. It's not been easy. Yeah, I'm ready. And I and I told well, you this yesterday when we were like prepping or not prepping, like kind of scheduling the show. I was like, I'm just ready to be on fucking coast mode. And I, <laughs> yeah. And and I can't I be. I, I'm I can't be. I've got these little silly fucking things kind of going on and Christmas yeah. presents for family and you know this that and the other and it's just I'm ready for 2022 to be fucking over and fucking 23 coming in with a fucking bullet. Yeah, it's um, I I look forward to New Year's. Not I look forward to the holidays, New Year's, all that stuff because it's like, it's like this putting everything in the dustpan, throwing it in the fucking garbage yeah. pail. It's yeah. like you're getting rid of all the garbage, and I, I make myself the last couple weeks of the year unavailable to do any jobs, to sell anything. I just mm-hmm. like take time to myself, relax, spend time with my family, do a little bit of work here and there, hang out with the boys, you know, just like. That's coast. what I want to do. Yeah, I want to coast. coast, and I'm coasting until the new year, and then I'm going to fucking hit the ground running, man. Right. Like a fireball. I'm going to get a – I talked to Roy about this a couple weeks ago. I'm going to get a website up and going because I get that question every single literal day and uh, get some merch out because I know people want to support what I do, and they like the – we actually have a – I think uh, – shout out to Heidi Harris, Matt Harris's wife. She's going to – she's got a logo that uh, – Tetsu design that she's going to transfer over and get us some merch made. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, I just want to get tighter, make things tighter. I don't want to necessarily grow bigger because I've had that argument mm-hmm. with myself inside my head. I just want to be – I want to tighten things up. I just want to tighten them up. That's all. No, I get it. I yeah, and, I, and I'm excited for it. I'm excited to spend the money and fucking make cool shit, you know, and just have fun and enjoy the ride. And um, looking forward to all the crazy events that are coming up at uh, the Maker Camp. And if you're unfamiliar, check out the CatskillMountainMakerCamp.com. And there's a bunch of classes going on. Um, I think you're maybe going to come down again for the Group Forge. And at, we're going to yeah. do it at the end of March. So, um, so I'll... I plan on being there for that one, and I also got invited to the all-new epoxy uh, get-together that Total Boat's doing. Yes, I also got invited to that, but I said F upstate New York in the middle of February. (laughs) Yeah. Because I'm like, nope. Dre and Lucas were like, come on, man, you got to come. I'm like, no, thank you. But unless we have like a very mild winter and they have a very mild winter, I I have zero – Today we have an ice storm going on outside. I am not going anywhere. I have right. zero interest in going anywhere. So I'm going uh, weather permitting. Yeah. And I think there's like there's one event. Lucas and I were talking about this. There's like one event where it's like it might be Cliff Dufton and Ariani doing some yes. forging stuff, and it's like yes. close to they're doing summer a hatching time. class, I think. Well, it's later on in the year uh-huh. where. It seems like that one should be flipped to the colder part of the year because you're around right. forges and everything, and the epoxy right. should be toward the end because it's you know. I mean, I know that yeah. they're doing it inside, and Austin's doing all the work on the building to get the downstairs ready for um, events like that. But it just it seems like it would make more sense if those two events were flipped. I don't know if it's like scheduling or whatever, but it is 100% scheduling. So we Austin and I talk about it. basically. Every single weekend from the beginning of January to the end of December mm-hmm. has stuff packed at the Blackthorn. So they're not like lollygagging, like, 
he's got a certain amount of days or weekends that he can reserve uh, for the maker stuff, and those are it. So he has to fill them accordingly. Maybe that'll change once the yeah. makerspace gets open there um, sure. at the Blackthorn, and he'll be able to do something, you know, every single week or something like that. But um, I think as of right now, and plus it's still in the early stages. They're sure. still trying to figure things out and all that good yeah. stuff. But um, other than you having a shitty year health-wise and vintage axeworks-wise, everything else all good? You got some new tattoos. I did. I hate yep. myself. You start to look more and more like a comic book character. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm just trying to catch up with fucking Honor Caglar. That motherfucker's covered. Yeah, I, so you got some something on your belly. I did. So whenever what? I was I was 19 years old and I got this uh -huh. social, dis social distortion tattoo. And you know, like, whenever you do something, it doesn't have to be related to tattoos. But whenever you do something, you're like... Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. Or like, ooh, that's gonna suck real bad. And Wait, about, tattoo you know, related? I'm so it, so oh, it doesn't even have to be in general. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like when I was 19 and it got all healed up, I looked down and I was like, yeah, bad decision. I'm gonna stupid. have I'm gonna have to get I'm gonna have to get that covered up. Like right. if it was if it was done well, I wouldn't have covered up. But it's it's not done well. It's a bad I mean, tattoo. It, oh, it was it was horrible. And right. the whole experience was just awful. I was in some like I think he was a fucking tweaker, man. Like he, yeah. he, he only charged me eighty dollars. And and well, like, I mean, if he was from Kentucky, no, especially in your no, neck this, of the woods, he probably this, was a tweaker. This was up in Terre Haute when I was in college, and it was just everything about it was bad. Anyway, so uh, you so got I'm, like a nautical star, like a, is that what that no, it's called? Not, no, it's a it's going to be a compass. Oh, is that a compass? Okay. Yeah, I'm not getting a fucking Ugh. what. Nothing. Go ahead. Why are you fucking? <laughs> I don't and then you have you have two star. little. I mean, this this is pretty much like a nautical star. It's and not then a you have like nautical star. Two robins. Swallow. Swallow. It's very traditional American. Traditional. It is very yes with the roses and the, you yeah. have a lot of flowers on your body now. So yeah, I was talking to my wife about it. I don't even know how many fucking roses I have. It's got to be like yeah. pushing twenty now. With the rose tattoo. With oh. the rose tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> you got a lot of flowers. I do. Uh, That's cool, though, man. <clears throat> I, you know, whenever I was getting fucking tattoos, think you ever get face tattoo? No, I fucking hate face tattoos. <laughs> I hate them. I'll Dude, go up like, to the bottom of my chin, but my face, no yeah, way. That, that's the money, baby. I can't, can't fuck ruin with that money maker. I, I can't fuck with that, dude. No yep. way. That's no right. Way. I gotta have a little bit of self-respect. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. But dude, my stomach. Whenever, whenever, um, I said whenever I started getting more tattoos, I was like, I'm not getting another tattoo until I cover my stomach. Yeah. And I just and every time I would think about it, I was like, ah, oh, dude, that stomach fucking hurts. Yeah, fuck it. I'll just live with some like yeah. trashy tattoo. Dude, I was fucking dying whenever he ju he just did the fucking outline, and like three hours into it, I was like, I'm fucking done. Just why? This is the pain. Oh, it's, it's, it's yeah. horrible. It is. Yeah. It's like every fucking tattoo I've gotten since I started getting more. I'm like, that was the most painful tattoo ever. Dude, <laughs> my stomach. I think it's just you're getting older, dude. <laughs> Your stomach, pain threshold is a lot lower than what it oh. was when you first started. Stomach and ribs and yeah. like, dude, it was just fucking miserable. I can't even imagine what it's gonna be like to start filling that shit in. It's gonna be yeah. torture. Is it gonna be crazy colors too, like the rest of your it's, shit? Yeah, just like yeah. everything. That's so awesome. I told him I was like, "Yo, dude, I'm gonna push this out for like a year, and whenever yeah. I come in, we're just gonna do like one element of it, like one bird." There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Get get the fuck out. Like that's all I'm gonna be able to take. That's cool. <clears throat> I like it though. It looks good. It'll look it'll look good when it's you gone. know what's good. I, I think I've came up with the the reasoning why you get all these tattoos. I think I've finally oh, figured it you've out. Been thinking about it. Yeah, I've been thinking about it because you sent me a picture of your belly the other day mm -hmm. with it all at, tattooed up. You are literally the whitest, palest human being <laughs> I've ever seen in my <laughs> in my life. If you had the nickname Casper when you were little, oh, I God. wouldn't doubt that because you are. You need some sun, son. No way. Nah. <laughs> you are what? <laughs> All right. So fun I fact. I turned down the lighting <laughs> on my phone screen. Fuck off. That picture. Fuck off. Fun fact about Roy. Uh, so <laughs> I have very fucking hairy arms and a very hairy chest and a really? hairy stuff. Really? I never oh, noticed your because arms. I, because I shaved my fucking arms. Do you like shave your full body? 
from my you're, you're faster I mean, in the water. I mean, <laughs> from my waist up, yeah. Hell yeah. Right so, on. like, that, I'm not saying that was a contributing You ever see those guys factor. that, like, super hairy shoulders? Yeah, it's disgusting. And they look like they're, like, smuggling a furge coat <laughs> under their shirt. They look like shaved apes. Yeah, there's <laughs> hair. There's hair coming out of their collar, their shirt, because yes. they have. But shoulder hair. Like, how do you yeah. get so much shoulder hair? I don't. It's fucking gross. I think but, you're linked back to, like, early man or something when you got the shoulder hair coming out of you. <laughs> What if but, you, is there, there's got to be, I'm not even going to Google any of that shit, but there's got to be somebody that braided their shoulder hair. I'm sure. Dreadlocks <laughs> in their shoulder hair. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, after yeah. my stomach yeah. is done, I'm uh-huh. fucking done. I don't want to get anything on my legs because my legs are super hairy and I don't want to have to like start shaving my fucking legs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it. I don't want to fucking do it. Because it would not oh look good gosh. under all this fucking bushed out bullshit. Dude. No fucking way. Yeah. No. Maybe that's why you're so white. The hair's been blocking the UV lights all these years. <laughs> so consequently, I Wait, do you have like a hairy belly too? Like your whole... Yes. Oh yes. my God, you're a wolf man. Seriously, it's gross. I've been fucking shaving my shit forever, dude. Oh my God. Yeah. You and are so, like, seriously, from I the go, woods in Czechoslovakia. <laughs> you were raised by wolves. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> so, I, like, I go through buckets and buckets of fucking sunscreen every fucking year. Um, because, I, you know, fucking tattoos hurt. So I don't want to fucking go out in the sun and get them all fucking, like, bleached out and fucking blown out and faded by the fucking sun. So I just... Go through buckets and buckets of sunscreen. It's like I fucking I hold my nose and dunk myself in sunscreen before I leave the goddamn house. Oh my gosh! You're and like when the, I, oh, oh, listen the kid to at the beach where his mother's got him so lat. He's got like a quarter inch of sunscreen yeah. on his body. Yeah. The one so, little little Roy getting burnt. So whenever I mow the grass, I put on a fair a pair of sh- uh, fucking shorts. Yeah. And then I wear a fucking long sleeve shirt with a popped up collar. I wear fucking gloves. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I, I bet my neighbors are like, "You are the, the crazy neighbor, wrong? dude." What is wrong with that fucking idiot? Holy moly! All right, so I got wow. a story for you. I got to preface it with my face hurts. I got to preface it with uh, mostly it all... from looking at your face. My face that's, hurts. That's fair. I'm squinting uh, so hard to try to not see your ugly face. That my face hurts. Go ahead with your story. I'm sure this is going to be about Kroger and Mary, no, the cashier. No, no, it's not. A, it's not a shopping store, but it all started. You, no, hang on. Hang on. I'm going to stop you for a second. I'm going to stop you because I know you've forgotten about this. Okay. And I want you to tell me what happened. I didn't talk to you for a couple weeks. Yeah. I don't remember what month it was, but you sent me a text and you said, Britt and I just got attacked by a meth head. Oh, yeah, that was, what? yeah. That is the only context I got. Oh, you said yeah. nothing else. And you said, I'll tell you about it later. And you never told me anything else. So, uh, full disclosure, I have i don't carry a gun. But after that incident, I, I, I never wanted to carry a gun more in my fucking life. Not okay. to fucking use it, but just to like, you know, like Dirty Harry pull the fucking jacket side. <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> fuck it. Look out, motherfucker. Dirty Harry. No, you're actually Harry. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> You'd be like mini Harry. <laughs> so I'm not going to get in. Imagine this four you. foot pale hairy man just yeah. pulls aside. All like, right, bitch. Hey, man. <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, we were walking and then we were walking down by our park, which is five minutes from our house. We're walking uh-huh. Joey and this dude fucking like. Dukes a hazard style pulls into this fucking parking lot, shuts his like he gets out and he shuts his door by fucking kicking it. All right. Boom. Roundhouse fucking kick. All right. No joke. I'm not exaggerating here. Okay. But boom. And his fucking door is all dented up. And then it is like it fucking slams because it's all jacked and it like, yeah. opens back opens up. Opens back up, yeah. So this dude does, I'm not even joking, like a fucking Jimmy Superfly snook a fucking flying dropkick, <laughs> double dropkick, blah, blam! He fucking... How do you know who Jimmy Superfly sucker is? 
It's a, he was a WWF wrestler. He yeah. was, man. You are showing your age there, boy. Yeah. <laughs> so you fucking know him, too. Don't I know who he is. Go yeah. ahead. So he, and he's got cowboy boots on. Ba-blam. Fucking. Damn. He fucking blasts this fucking door, and then he right. fucking locks eyes on us. What are you guys yeah. doing? Are you sitting we're on the wa- park No, bench? no. We were walking down the fucking road with Joey, okay? Okay, okay. And he fucking locks eyes on us. And he's a tall dude. Jean, like, jean jacket. He looks... I know you don't watch fucking Cobra Kai, but he looks... <laughs> Good. He, he looks just like fucking John Kreese, all right? Okay. The fucking pompadour hairdo, the fucking Levi jeans, the Is Levi that the jacket. bad guy? That's the bad guy? dude. Yeah. Okay, okay, go ahead. Snakeskin cowboy boots on. I mean, aside from meth, I mean, this guy was like... He's, He's a TV movie. villain. He was a movie villain. It, but yeah, this dude's a smooth looking motherfucker. I mean, if right. I had that, if I had that hair, I'd, I'd be unstoppable too. <laughs> I'd be going around. I think if you had hair, you'd be <laughs> on your head. So he we fucking know now that your entire body is covered in hair, except my head. I'm fucked. Straight <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Why? You're so tiny. Why? <laughs> tiny, tiniest human. I'm Go not. Ahead. I'm I'm normal fucking stature. You're not normal. Good. Fuck off. He fucking, he looks at us, uh-huh. and I can't remember or recite what he said. Okay. But he was like, hey, you ever cheated on your wife? And I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, you cheated on her, didn't you? I've got your number. I- I've got all the fuck. I've got the pictures. I got the, I'm not like, dude. Just, oh, boy. Yeah. And then he's like, he starts fucking spouting off like. What's it like running that multi-million dollar business? You're making jets, or I'm making jets, or he's just starting. He is fooling out of control. And my wife and I were like, all right, this dude is fucked. So we we were walking to the park. He was clearly on something is what you mean. Well, I thought he was. So we're we're walking to the park, and he's following us. He's like 10, 15 feet fucking behind us, right on our left flank. And I'm going down to the fucking – I'm going – to the stop sign, then fucking beelining down to the pavilion. Uh-huh. Safest place. It's out in the open, yeah. and I can see kids milling around there. All right? So. Is he talking the whole time he's following The whole you? The whole time, and I can't okay. remember what he's saying. He's just spouting off craziness, right? Uh-huh. And he's like, if you get to that stop sign, I'm going to fuck you up. I'm going to, I'm, he said, I'm going to fucking pull out my knife, and I'm going to stab you in your eyeballs. And at that point, I got a little fucking nervous. Yeah. So. I was like, I fucking grabbed on to Brit, and I was like, we're going down to the shelter house. These dudes are smoking weed down there. I know, like, I can smell them smoking weed. And like, <laughs> he's, they're not going to fuck. Like, yeah. this one dude is not going to fuck with, like, you know, five or six people. Yeah. So we get down there, and he's just kind of hanging out by the fucking stop sign. And I call 911. I'm like, there is a fucking crazy dude down here. And they're like. And I said, I'm down at the fucking park. Well, which which pavilion are you, are you at? I said, I don't fucking know. I'm at the goddamn fucking boat ramp. The park isn't that big. The, yeah. the two fucking shelter houses are like 200 feet apart. Right. And I said, this fucking asshole got in his car and headed up toward fucking town. And she was like, all right, we'll send someone there. And I fucking hang up. I'm like, all right, I'm done. Well, we fucking start walking back to the house. And this asshole is in the fucking in the fucking quick stop by our house. And there's a little fucking, uh, uh, fucking like, to, uh, it's called snappy tomato. It's a pizza fucking joint, right? Okay. That's connected to the BP. Yeah. Yeah. And I can see his fucking car with the dented up fucking door. And I'm like going, like pacing around, like where the fuck is this guy? Where is he? And the people at snappy tomato, they're like glued to the fucking window. Like what's going on out there. And I opened the door and I said, you see this fucking guy? And they're like, no. And I go, then what the fuck are you all looking at? And they're like, we're, we're looking at you. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you are the psychopath. <laughs> I said, that fucking dude in the white car just threatened to fucking stab us in the goddamn eyeballs. And then the manager, the, he comes out and is like, no one's fucking around with us. And he does the fucking dirty hair. He's like, I'm carried. Pulls his fucking shirt aside, and there's like a 38 <laughs> special on his fucking hip. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we got this fucking guy. <laughs> so I call 911 again. And I said, I'm at the fucking BP. This asshole's here. Fucking come get him. And they're like, we've got a cop. 
in the parking lot right now. And I'm like, if he's in the parking lot, fucking arrest this dude. So I see fucking, I see uh, John Kreese fucking walk out. He's got like a fucking keystone or something. Guzzles it, crushes it, throws it in the trash can, gets in his fucking car, and just fucking zooms off. And there was no cop there ever. There was a cop, but there was, I don't know, 30 seconds, a minute, and then the fucking cop pulls out and just fucking goes down the road. And just left. Just left. Well, followed him. Oh, that, okay. was, that was the end of the fucking story until Thanksgiving. And uh, my wife's cousin just got elected as county sheriff. And I said, listen, I need to tell you about something. This fucking asshole, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, yeah, we know about him. And I'm like, you know about this fucking guy? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, his name's Monty. And fucking Brit's mom's like, Monty? Is it Monty? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, he's a handsome devil. And I was like, I don't give a shit how fucking handsome he is. And she goes, that was Monty that was fucking with you guys? And I was like, yeah. And and everyone in the room was like, yeah, he's all fucked up. I'm like, on meth? Is he, uh, like, what's his deal? And he had a schizophrenic break. Right. In his, like, 50s or something. His His wife has divorced him. He has been found around town and in the county out of his mind off his meds and harassing people and in the her the, the new sheriff was like you know he's never done anything and i said yeah. and i go bud i don't give a fuck his name is bud i go yeah. bud I, I don't give a fuck of course his name is bud <laughs> i go I sheriff bud in town yeah. go, i don't give a fuck if that guy has hurt anyone or not because it's going to come out like he's going to do something he's going to fucking he's going to fuck someone up yeah. And you guys fucking know about it, and you yeah. guys don't haven't done anything. And you know who fucking knows? This guy, me. <laughs> I said if if that fucking money asshole that looks like John fucking Crease out of Cobra Kai fucks with anyone, you guys are on the fucking hook. And he's like, yeah, you're you're not wrong. But the the new like the the sheriff right now will not do anything to him because they all went to fucking high school together. They all knew how he was before he had this mental break. Oh Jesus! Yeah, so That's we got no we got us like a serious a literal psychopath. psychopath running around roaming the fucking roaming the streets of Warsaw, Kentucky. I'm I'm serious. That dude is a fucking wreck waiting to happen. Wow. So I knew I I, I drugged that story out a little longer. Do you know where he lives? Is he <clears> no? He, he lives in the county somewhere. They know uh, all about him. His wife has to, like, he would go to his wife's work, his ex-wife's work, yeah. and, like, fucking follow her. So she has to go a different way home every day now because she's afraid that he's going to fucking, like, track her down and do some shit. Jesus. The guy's a fucking wackadoo. And if it wasn't for his good looks, like, he'd probably be in jail right now. <laughs> oh, like, my God. That's I mean, I could, I could see his piercing blue eyes from, from afar. <laughs> He was a handsome devil. He was oh, my one. God. Psychos are always the handsome devils. <laughs> All right. So. That's wild. Yeah, I know. I know. That's wild. Fuck that dude. Fuck that dude. What if he See, wanted gonna... something? What would you have actually done? Would you have fought? Would you have wrestled him? Uh, he was... He's about three feet taller than me. Right? <laughs> oh, so he's normal size. Normal oh, size fuck. guy. Um, and like you ever he, play those scenarios out in your head? Of course. Yeah. Like if somebody breaks in, if somebody were to like, try yeah. and, I had a guy get in my car one time when me and Amy first met. Yeah. Him and his him and his old lady they were hiding from the cops, and he gets in my car. I drop my wife off, and I'm getting ready to back out. Because this is when we first met, and she lived with her parents still and stuff. This is many yeah. moons ago. And I'm going to back out of the parking spot, and this guy just jumps in my car, and his wife jumps on my back seat. What? Yeah. I'm like, get out of my car right now. And she's crying. Oh, he's like, no, man, just let me hang out here for a minute. I'm like, get out of my car. Get out oh my of my God. car. Yeah, so then this cop goes by. Sirens blaring, lights going back and forth up the street, and the guy's just looking up the back. I'm like. Oh, these oh, yeah. guys, they did something. Yeah. So to this day, I have no idea what he did, but his wife was crying. I'm I'm not even going to speculate what he did, but you can only right. imagine somebody right. on the run like that jumped in yeah. my car. No, nothing like, good. Holy. Yeah, nothing good. Exactly. But 
But yeah, I play those scenarios out in my head like someone were to break in. So if I hit him in the kneecap with the baseball bat, yep. and then I get the shotgun out of the <laughs> off the fire. In reality, yep. it'd be like in reality, I'm like laying in bed. I'm like, baby, there was noise downstairs. I walk that second. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Chris, do you hear that? I'm like, nope, sure didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. <clears throat> anyway. So I, I do have a story. You I had an a, original Kroger I have an original. No, it's not Kroger. No, it's not Kroger. And, I said, all right. and it all and it all started at the fucking hammer in with, okay. uh, at, that Cole Iron put on. Yes, like I wanted two, to three talk about ago. that. Yeah, it was a fucking fantastic event. Awesome. All, all-star rock stars were there. Did Will Short. say hi for me? Yeah, of course. Did he give you a hug? Uh, I think he did. Yeah. I told I told him to give me a hug because he called me the day they were all there, like Thursday, and they're like, "Where are you?" And I was yeah. like, "Ah, there's no way I can make it up right now." And I was like, "You know, I thought it would be snowing there already." No. But um, I no. guess I guess the cloud of meth doesn't let snow. <laughs> <laughs> From what I hear about that town, <laughs> uh, so they could right. be cooking some stuff there. This fucking ties in perfectly with okay. that. So. Whenever I fucking go somewhere, I use Brits Point Hotel Points to fucking uh-huh. stay, right? Yeah. And there's no place to stay in that town. That yeah. that you know, in her fucking she does, she stays at Marriott. Her little all network or whatever. Yeah. 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 So I'm telling people this, and JC, uh, our friend JC Messer, was yeah. like, dude, that's a fucking rough town. Like it exactly <laughs> what you fucking said. He's like, I'm not staying there. And I'm like, well, I'm staying in fucking. Oh, did he go? Yeah, he showed up. Oh, he, nice. and his, he and his dad were there. And side note, JC is making some freaking amazing uh, rings out of coins now that look fucking fantastic and are very fucking cool. That's so awesome. check them out. <clears throat> anyway, um, so I'm talking to fucking guys around the table, you know, just bullshit. And I'm like, I'm fucking staying in Indy. And they're like, good God, all the way down there. And I'm like, dude, listen, I don't fuck around with this fucking low class bullshit like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> And fucking stayed at no motel eight. <laughs> Seriously. And they're like, some of the guys were staying at like fucking uh Airbnb. Oh, our fucking our buddy Chip from uh 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 Dietrich was there. He oh. came up. Oh yeah. okay, yeah. Chip fucking Platt. waste yeah, Wasteland yeah. was there, American Wastelander, James oh, nice. was there, fucking Broadbeck was there. So we're all just sitting around fucking chatting, and I'm like, listen, I don't I don't do these fucking like days in or fucking any of that horse shit i say fucking marriott and i said <laughs> and i go and i'll be honest it's fucking it's because of my wife she gets all these points and you know we yeah. got these little fucking perks yeah. like well how far away is your hotel and i was like it's 40 minutes away and they're like 40 fucking minutes fuck that i'm like yeah but if you were staying at my fucking place <laughs> you wouldn't say that i go i go they fucking they call me ambassador scott whenever i walk through that fucking oh door. my god <laughs> They're like, no, they don't. And then JC pops up and he's like, yo, when we went to go see Rage Against the Machine, they called him Ambassador Scott. And I'm like, fucking yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like gold status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Platinum you're status. ambassador. Above platinum is like the fucking, you're the ambassador. Yeah. And they fucking do everything for you. I'm seriously. Awesome. So we walk in and they're, and and I went with my buddy that he turned into my buddy that uh, uh, turned into const- my buddy. <laughs> well, he was a fucking construction worker here at the yeah. house, but happened yeah. to follow me on Instagram. And he's a he's a blacksmith also, fucking and like amazing oh, carpenter. It's um, what's his name? His name is Justin Minch. He goes and he he's on Instagram and he uh, he has Water Tower Forge. He said oh, he's talked to that. you a couple times. Oh. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm yeah, I know. Okay. It doesn't matter. Tons of people talk to fucking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm all I'm like fucking playing it up like these fucking assholes are going to call me ambassadors. And, he, and Justin's like, what are you going to do if they don't? I'm like, I'll fucking set them straight. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you are such a little princess. So we walk in. As soon as we open those fucking doors, there are tons of people around. Tons. There are kids playing fucking volleyball. There's like old fucking dudes like. That have that are sweaty, and there are old dudes that are what? like. <clears throat> we walk up, and I'm not fucking joking, dude. There's this, there's this guy. I don't know what his name is, but the for the rest of the weekend and forevermore, 
His name is Lorenzo. All right. Okay. Lorenzo. Um. He was fucking sitting at the at the desk, right? And he's got his hand on his chin, and he's like slouched over. Yep. And I go here to check in, and he's got his hand, and he barely looks up to fucking see me. And he goes, name. That's all he fucking said. And I looked at Justin, and Justin looked at me, and I was like, I cannot believe this fucking asshole didn't fucking do anything. And Justin is thinking the same thing. And I said, it's Scott. Here's your key. And I about fucking lost my shit. Like, <laughs> zero. <laughs> oh, my God. Because he didn't call you Ambassador Scott. He did not call me Ambassador Scott. Didn't fucking, he didn't make eye contact with me. Oh my God. This dude, black guy, he's got. You, filled, you filled out the card, didn't you? No, no, you no. It, 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 and listen, listen. Okay. He's got red hair. Yeah. He's got this dangly gold earring, and he weighs like 80 pounds. All right. right. He's this scrawny fucking dude, and he was, he just fucking played me like a bitch. And, <laughs> I get my fucking, he gives me my fucking card, and I go, I'm looking at, I go, where, what room am I in? 500. And I go, where is it? And I'm getting fucking mad and elevated, right? I go, where is it? And he goes, he doesn't even fucking look at me. He's still got his goddamn hand on his chin, on the fucking desk. And he just slouches, and he just points down the hallway, down there, to the right. And I go, uh, what? I go, what fucking room are we in? Five hundred. So we go down, get on the fucking elevator, and you know how you get off the fucking elevator, and there's a sign that says these rooms are that way, these yeah. rooms are that way. There's no five hundred. We're going, we're zigging and zagging. Where the fuck is five hundred? And then we go to all, the, we go down to the fucking end of the hallway, and there's this big giant fucking castle door. And I'm like. That looks like a fucking utility closet. And Justin's like, try your key on it, man. Maybe we can get in there and fuck some shit up. And I'm like, <laughs> you go from ambassador to vandal in like four minutes. I go, I'm not fucking anything up. So I put my card on there and just in the little packet. And it's like, it's starting to flicker. I'm like, what the fuck? So I pull it all the way out and I fucking, I swipe it and it fucking magically opens. And it, and it, I'm not even kidding. It like fucking creaks open, and we walk in, and it is a fucking master suite. It is huge. It's got a fucking boardroom table. It's got a bar. It's got this couch. It's got that couch. It's got a huge fucking ba- uh, bedroom. It's got a fucking walk-in closet that could fit 14 fucking people. And we're like, oh my god, this is the fucking orgy room. It's unmarked. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfucking marked. I go, you watch. Fucking Lorenzo is gonna come up at fucking two a.m. and knock on that goddamn door, and he's gonna have a bunch of dudes up here that want to fuck <laughs> us up. And I go, I'm gonna. I, I started making up stories about fucking Lorenzo. I go, I'm gonna. He's, if he fucking knocks on that door, I, he's gonna get four fucking knuckles right between his fucking eyes. Plow! I'm gonna knock his fucking ass out. <laughs> And Justin's like, dude, he weighs 80 pounds. That's not a big deal. <laughs> so he, I go, well, let's fucking go back downstairs and see what all this fucking, all, like, all these people are there. Yeah. We oh, go down. Boy. We go down the steps, and now fucking, there's another, another guy there. And Jeff, he's this black dude, smooth-ass motherfucker. He's wearing this three-piece suit. I mean, he's to the fucking nines. Fucking high and tight. I mean, fucking all class, right? Yeah. I go up to him. I'm like, Jeff, what the fuck is going on with all these goddamn people here? The parking lot. (laughs) Did you act like you own this place? (laughs) Of course I do. I'm the goddamn ambassador. (laughs) I own this bitch. I go, I couldn't find a fucking parking spot up front. And he goes, man, I'm sorry. Three events going on. I go, three fucking events? How big is this fucking place? He's like, dude, it's big. He goes, there's a volleyball tournament going on. Hmm. Then he goes, there's a pool tournament going on. And then there's another pool tournament going on. I go, two pool permit tournaments. He's like, yeah, one's swimming and one's like the fucking tables. I'm like, billiards? And he's like, yeah, like fucking pool. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 
And I go, fucking pool players at the Marriott? And he's like, hey, it's not the Marriott. It's Marriott North. And I'm like, the Marriott fucking North. What? You have some sort of status on that? And he's like, dude, happens every year. Statewide tournament right here. And I go, are there good people? And he's like, man, there's some good fucking people that play. And I go, is it like ESPN here? And he goes, ain't that good. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, I I go, uh, so they're just like normal people? And he goes, yeah, they're just like you. And I go, just like me? What the fuck does that mean? And he's like, yo, just like regular shooters, you know? And I go, no, I don't know. What the fuck? I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, just go down there, check out the fucking pool tables, come back, let me know what you think. So Justin, Have you I, ever interacted with this guy ever before? Not once. Not <laughs> once. <laughs> you, 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 there is something wrong with you. I'm an ambassador. There's nothing wrong with me. Good. So we walk, fuck, we walk down the fucking hall, uh-huh. and we go into all these different rooms. And there, there's like this big fucking big production, and there are like 300 people playing pool. And some of them are better than others because they got fucking gloves on. You can tell yeah, the good yeah, guys. Yeah. But all of them are carrying like the pool cue caddy. Of course, thing. yeah. They, they're all drinking Keystone or Bud Light or Coors Light, just the trashiest fucking beer. And people are just like pounding beers. And some people are just like sweaty and beards and like, <laughs> did these guys just come from fucking cold ball, iron works or what? The volleyball tournament. <laughs> no, the volleyball tournament was fucking kids. Oh, okay. and the and the and the swim meet were fucking teenagers also. So Justin and I are like, yo, fucking Lorenzo probably just checked in like a thousand people today, and that's why he's having a shitty day. And I go, no excuse, no yeah. fuck, fuck that guy. <laughs> With Ambassador Scott rolls in the town. He didn't call me Ambassador Scott. I don't give a shit how bad his fucking day is. And then Justin was like, yo, you know that fucking Lorenzo is Jeff's fucking is nephew. He's like, yo, nephew, you can't be fucking around with ambassadors. You got to treat them with fucking respect. And Lorenzo's like, fuck that guy. He comes in with all these tattoos thinking he's owned this bitch. I'll show him. So we're just making up all these stories, having a good time. And then I'm like, where are the fucking officials on this? There are no officials for this yeah. fucking pool tournament. Yeah. And Justin was like, who gives a shit? I go, well, is it just by like fucking like uh, uh, the honor system or what? Like people are just writing. He's like, you know who wins the game or not. And I go, I got to get to the bottom of this shit. So I go up to this guy. And I'm like, yo, what's going on here? He's like, pool tournament, statewide, Marriott North. And I'm like, yeah, I know where I am. What the fuck is going on? And he goes, what do you mean? I go, how the fuck do you all know that there's a pool tournament going on? He's like, it happens every year. I go, who's officiating this shit? And he goes, we do. I go, wait a minute. You're fucking doing a tournament, and you guys write down your own scores. You all know everything. Like, And that's legit. And he's like, yeah, why wouldn't it be? I'm like, because it's a tournament, you'd think that there'd be some sort of sanction, some officials. Yeah. He's like, he's like, maybe at the big games. And I go, at the big games? What are you talking about? He's like, you know, like the finals and shit. And I go, what's the purse? And he goes, I don't know, like 16? And I go, 16 grand? He's like, nah, 1,600. And I go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I came up from Louisville for this thing. I go, you came up to from Louisville for this fucking event to maybe win $1,600. And he's like, I, don't, I ain't got a chance. I'm like, yeah, you don't. And we fucking, <laughs> we walk off. And then we go back to the fucking desk and Jeff is there and he's like, what you think? And I go, I think it's fucked up. And he goes, what you mean? And I go, there's no fucking officials down there. These people are just writing down shit like they're playing fucking bingo. And he's like, ah, don't worry about that. They're, they're fucking good guys. I'm like, yeah, they're fucking drunk. And I start, I go, so what about this? And what about that? And then he starts answering me. I go, Jeff, let me be honest with you. I don't care about the answer. I'm just asking questions just to fucking ask questions. And he looked at me and he goes, you're different. I like you. (laughs) I'm not even joking. And I'm like, Jeff, you're one smooth motherfucker. Lorenzo over there. I didn't say that, but like Lorenzo's got to fucking go. So we go up to the fucking room, sleep it off, and fucking Justin 
wakes up in the goddamn morning. And he's like, I'm going down for breakfast. And I was like, fuck you. I'm not going down. It's too goddamn early. So Justin's gone for like 20 minutes or something. And I'm like milling around. And I finally fucking get get up. And I go downstairs. And he's already done with his breakfast. And a guy fucking comes over. And he's like, he doesn't even like talk to me or look at me. He's like, buffet's over there. And I'm like, I'm fucking ambassador. What the fuck? They should put out a fucking memo that Ambassador Scott is in this fucking bitch. I needed to get, I need to get trained with respect in this whole fucking place. So I get my fucking eggs and I get my bacon, get my shit. And I come back over and I go, yo, I want a fucking coffee and I want an orange juice. And about, I don't know, 10 minutes later, I finally get my shit and the fucking waiter Hands it to fucking Justin, and he goes, "Here you go, Ambassador Scott." <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> the fucking Justin! The fucking Justin! <laughs> that is amazing. I was so fucking oh mad. God. Oh fucking. my god! <laughs> Justin's Ambassador Scott. Holy! What a plot twist. That was an amazing story, Roy. There you I go. Gotta give, I got to give it to you. That was, a, that was a fucking banger. That was a great story. Merry Christmas. Thank you very much. All right. So with that being said, with that fantastical story, <laughs> plot twist, Roy's the psychopath that will stab somebody in the eyeballs at the Marriott if you don't call him Ambassador Scott. Yeah. Um, very true. Thank you to each and every one of you guys that reach out, that love this podcast, that love this show, that love what Roy and I do. We just try and bring a little humor to your day, work day, whatever. The episodes will continue to get better, longer, whatever. You can listen. You can't listen. I don't give a shit. doesn't matter to us. We're going to talk shit no matter what. Um, Support your friends. Support your family. Support the community you have around you. Go buy people's shit for the holiday season. Or even when the holiday season's over, still buy their shit. Yes. Go support yes. your friends. Go support our friends. And, uh, yeah, let's keep this this whole fucking momentum going. Um, shout out to uh, – we'll do a quick little shout. Uh, our friend Leah Arapach. I'm sorry. I was My brain was fucking up there for a second. Uh, Leah Arapach just sold a bunch of her pieces on her website for once. She actually has things for sale. You can go to leaharapoch.com and click on her shop. I think there's only like two pieces left. Um, but yeah, rare, rare, rare opportunity to own some of her shit. Um, and she's one of the best people that Roy and I know. She's fucking amazing. Really cool person. And um, yeah, go buy all of our people's shit. Go buy Roy's shit. Don't buy anything for me because I don't have anything for sale right now. Roy, is there anybody you want to give a shout out to? Uh, just like a whole slew of people. I mean, all the guys that were at Coal Iron, super good. I met yes. some amazing people. Um, <clears throat> is that the first time you ever got to meet Will in person too, right? No, we, we met Selfie? each other at Blade Show. Oh, Blade and, Show. That's right. That's right. That's right. And I, I spent forgot. the night at his house out, out of Montana. That's right. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. But, you know, his buddy, um, uh, Hartwig, um, forgot his first name. Um, young kid, knife maker, Hartwig. Uh, I think it's Matt, Matthew Hartwig. He's an awesome okay. dude. Um, and you know, Coal Ironworks for opening up their place and, uh, letting us all idiots come and play and hang out. Uh, we yes. had a fantastic time, you know, Delegardel was there, um, and his whole crew. Love and, that guy. Um, you know, uh, just all the normal people, you know who you are. Yes. And seriously, Spike, speaking of buying stuff, uh, JC Messer is going down this really cool road of making, coin rings i know it kind of sounds silly they're man no, rings they're fucking i know exactly what you're talking about there's a bunch of really cool things that so, are going on but so yeah silver rings dated rings early rings that sort of stuff he bought all the tools so go check his stuff out um and i would just like to you know thank everyone who's supported me and you and the show and yeah it's and wild. especially, especially my wife for putting up with my bullshit. Yeah, same here. Amy, Greg, <clears throat> we love you to the moon love and back. You. Love you. To the moon and back. We love the community, guys. Genuinely, from the bottom of our heart, we mean that shit. Uh, like I said, we don't give a fuck if you listen or not. We don't care if you repost. We don't care if you comment on our shit. It doesn't matter to us. 
we just fucking love you guys. You guys are kick ass. We love uh, bringing this nonsense to you guys, and we'll continue to do so. With that being said, wait, you had one more. You said you wanted to get one more story in before. Oh, what? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is a fucking shopping story. Of all fucking places that I went to go. And that's a wrap on the Axe and Iron Podcast.